You're listening to the Art of AI podcast with your host, Jerry Cuomo. And you are also listening to Making of the SRE Omelette with host, Kevin Yu. Welcome to today's podcast. I'm DJ, your AI host, and we're here to connect the dots between two trending areas with the help of subject matter experts from their respective podcasts, Jerry Cuomo from the Art of AI and Kevin Yu of Making of the SRE Omelette. In this episode, the first in a two-part series, we explore the intersection of AI with sustainable IT operations, or innovation meets responsibility. We'll look at how AI has advanced from basic functions to sophisticated applications that complement human intellect, emphasizing the enhancement of both creativity and productivity. Alongside, we'll examine the principles of SRE and their application in not just maintaining, but improving the efficiency and sustainability of our technological environment. By tuning into this episode, you'll understand how AI and SRE converge to enhance and sustain technology operations for the future. Stay with us for the entire series to gain a complete understanding of these critical topics. And let's get right to the first question, starting with Jerry. Can you start off by explaining to our audience, what is AI and why has it become a hot topic recently? Yeah, sure, DJ. And hey, thanks for pulling this together. I think it's going to be a great discussion between Kevin and I. So what is AI and why is it becoming such a hot topic, you ask? AI is essentially a computer science field that focuses on creating machines capable of performing tasks that typically would require human intelligence. And this includes things like learning, reasoning, uh, problem solving, perception, language understanding. And it has evolved significantly over the years. Initially, it was about programming computers to do specific tasks. However, like the real breakthrough came with the introduction of a technique called machine learning, which is a subset of AI. Machine learning enables systems to quote-unquote learn and improve from their experiences without being explicitly programmed, which is pretty cool. And then later, the introduction of neural networks, which mimic the human brain structure and function, and that marked another big jump in AI's growth. So fast forward, the latest and arguably the most exciting development in AI is the emergence of these things that we call foundation models. And these are large-scale models trained on vast amounts of data, and it enables them to perform a wide range of tasks, sometimes beyond what they were initially trained for. And this adaptability makes them foundational for building various types of new applications. And then this leads to generative AI, which is a subset of these foundation models that focus on generating or creating new content, whether it be uh, text, images, or even music. And it's like teaching AI to be creative based on the patterns it has learned from its data. And one of the notable examples of generative AI's large language models, and these are the things that are powering the chatbots that you all know and love, like ChatGPT and Google Bart, And these models, you know, also trained on massive, and in this case, text data sets, they can understand and generate human-like text, making them incredibly versatile. They can write articles, compose poetry, or even, my favorite, help generate source code. Now, when I talk about AI, I often enjoy a little twist on the A part. So for me, it stands for augmented, as in augmented intelligence. And in this view, humans contribute the creativity and emotional insight, while AI adds the vast data processing and pattern recognition. 
Yeah, so DJ, in a nutshell, that's kind of it. That's what AI is and a little bit about what is making it exciting these days. Thanks, Jerry. Now, Kevin, it's your turn. Your podcast touches on a unique intersection between site reliability engineering or SRE and sustainability. Can you also give the audience an overview of the discipline of SRE and then get us started by defining what do we mean with the term sustainability? First of all, thank you for the invite, DJ. It is actually quite different on the other side of the mic. And it is always a pleasure speaking with Jerry. One of the words you often hear about SRE is what he just said, discipline, meaning it is a practice. And as people practice it, often it becomes a behavior, becomes something we just do. So what does the practice of SRE, site reliability engineering, teaches us to do? It is ultimately to deliver a great user experience for the users, allowing them to achieve success using the service and in turn produce positive business results. And to achieve the outcome, the discipline of SRE must not be a point in time activity. It must be applied in the entire life cycle of the product. Mm. Sorry if it sounds like a commercial <laughs> for SRE, but as someone once reminded me, think of SRE as a plank and stretch you do to cure a bad back for great MPS and happy customers. I'll give some additional examples of how it is applied to the life cycle so you can see how it becomes real. Start from design, SRE is out there to ensure we understand the requirements and start any architecture changes to achieve it. Yep. If we see challenging goals, it may mean early POCs, proof of concepts, so we validate assumptions and known limits and adjust as needed. SREs are there doing building of the solution to make sure we understand potential failure points and how we can detect and mitigate them. SREs work with engineers to have the right quality checks in the pipeline so we can balance velocity and quality with data. And lastly, now this sounds like a commercial. SRE are the all-seeing eye in production, knowing and acting to mitigate disruptions before they negatively impact users mm. and maintain that good user experience. Above all, SREs are passionate about eliminating toil, work that are repetitive, manual, and not enduring so we can maximize our efficiency to scale and achieve that built once, run everywhere, promise. And we do all that with the art of AI and automation. Yeah, I love that. Oh, you also asked about sustainability. I like how Christina Shing, IBM VP for sustainability explained it, so I'll steal it. She used the term by United Nations, sustainability is about how we can leave the planet better off for the next generation than we are now. Nice. It is about development that meets the needs of what we need to do for the present day without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. I think that is such a powerful capture and it is much broader than just carbon emissions we often hear about. It is really about how all of us, all the stakeholders can work together so while we meet the demands of today, we are not taking away demands of tomorrow. That's good to hear, Kevin. Conserve today for a smarter tomorrow. And based on your opening statements, I can see how these ingredients come together to affect positive change. Okay, now back to Jerry. We can all appreciate the impact of climate change. 
In fact, this past summer was the hottest on record. And I'm struggling to keep my circuits cooled. Right. <laughs> I'm curious, is there an intersect between AI, SRE, and sustainability? Yes. Anytime there is a breakthrough in technology, we have an opportunity to not just progress our day-to-day -day and make our everyday life better. And the reason why I like these topics is they're all aiming at giving us back the greatest gift that we have on this planet, which is the gift of time. True. Right? We can spend time doing the things that we love with the people that we love. So I think having an SRE there who is wisely keeping a system running and looking ahead, being proactive, using AI versus being reactive is going to allow that person to have a weekend to be with their family and yep. and avoid those those terrible calls that you get. Yeah, I really despise those calls saying the system is down and they always seem to happen on a Friday. Right. <laughs> of course, technology takes energy and some technology takes more energy than others. AI, and especially the type of AI that I started talking about earlier, foundation models, large language models, generative AI takes in some cases, significant energy that if we're not thinking about it from its entire life cycle, like you mentioned, like a good SRE is trained to do, it's so much cheaper to fix a problem before the problem occurs than after. Being wise in AI requires a thoughtful approach to the AI life cycle. Recently, in an article, I wrote that every prompt issued to ChatGPT costs a bottle of water. Wow. And wow. when you think about it, the energy involved in traversing these vast neural networks with the assistance of GPUs to help in the processing, to cool you know, those, the GPUs, you need water and you need pumps to pump the water through the system, which require electricity, et cetera, et cetera. I think there are wiser ways to apply AI that will help me get the outcome I need. And so we're seeing a trend to sustainable AI through picking the smallest model and task tuning, fine tuning the model for particular tasks so that you have an efficient model that's no bigger or no smaller than the job at hand. So instead of these vast models, which show you the art of the possible, they come at a cost. And I think over time, we're going to see a trend with the right AI lifecycle that allows you to start at the very beginning, start at the data, set the curation, and manage the lifecycle right to governance of the AI model so that it is authentic, it is nimble, and energy efficient. And I see this happening as we speak with products from our friends and our employer at IBM with Watson X and the like. It's really built on those principles. So can you have your cake and eat it too? Yes, you can. You can have a model that is amazing, that provides surprising results to augment what you do on a daily basis and make you a better person and give you back that gift of time without jeopardizing many, many bottles of water. <laughs> to cool GPUs and, you know, as you said, leave the planet the way it was given to us. <laughs> I love the capture, being proactive and wise about AI. Jerry, you're gonna steal that, but perhaps we'll have it with an omelet. <laughs> right, have the omelet needed too. <laughs>
<laughs> Kevin, can you flip this around? Jerry just took a closer look at AI. Now can you do the same for SRE, looking at use cases at the intersection of AI and sustainability? On the AI use cases for SRE, the starting point of the intersect of AI and SRE is AIOps. Yeah. Jerry, you and I talked about that in the previous episode. Just yeah. like self-driving cars was a wow factor a few years back, it is becoming a norm. I'm not talking about navigating completely from point A to B, but land keeping assistant is becoming a common feature. Similar to that, there's AI assisted operations in most of the products now. I remember we used to have to set up hundreds of alerts to notify us what trigger automation to maintain user experience. Yeah. Now I can pull up a tool like Instana and pick a golden signal such as latency, error rate, or throughput, and tell it to do something when something abnormal happens. I can pick the standard deviations, and it's all just a matter of drag and drop and clicks. Mm -hmm. And have it apply to everything monitors. And I just basically implemented a golden signal trigger action and notification for all my systems in seconds, if not minutes. Jerry, I remember in our first podcast, you talked about, would it be great if AI can tell me, hey, Kevin, if you want to go to the hockey game tonight, you probably shouldn't push this code to production now. That's right. Well, for context of the audience, I Canadian, so hockey is important to me. Guess what? I see flavors of that today. Tools like Instana can surface areas of potential concerns to users. Say I checked in a piece of bad code and it has been running the pipeline. The tool can now tell me, hey, Kevin, there is an increasing error rate after the deployment marker. You should probably take a look now. Well, it, it doesn't quite say, hey, Kevin, <laughs> but it is able to service those potential problems to prompt action before yeah. it is too late. By the way, it probably could if we just put a chop out to it. <laughs> yeah, look at the risk in making a change. I think I also joked maybe on that very podcast that <laughs> AI, uh, along with a healthy omelet, eats data for breakfast. And with data accessible from a series of disparate systems, now you can look at, well, you know, in GitHub, these types of changes have led to 70% in downstream incidents. And look, Kevin's about to check in a change in that code. So maybe there's a chance that, so you can look at impact analysis across large amounts of data logs and look at anomalies occurring and then assess risk in doing certain tasks. You know, maybe you will make that hockey game. Yes, hockey is important to us Canadians. <laughs> we have the Carolina Hurricanes that I frequent, so. Right. <laughs> And Carolina actually won a cup before the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> okay. All right. We're not going to talk about the Maple Leafs on this podcast. Well, you know, we, we bring a whole new set of audience here. Sorry, DJ. Back to the programming. <laughs> Thank you for not forgetting that I'm actually the host today. <laughs> All right. Kevin, it sounds like data represents the egg in this omelet. Can you say more about the role of data to bring out the best in these ingredients of SRE and sustainability with AI? You touch on it, Jerry. Data is critical in this AI journey. And on the intersect with sustainability, as we become more efficient at using the system, we naturally reduce compute. One of the primary use cases I've seen so far with SRE 
AI and sustainability is right size、mm. the environment. Meaning, let's not provision a hundred cores for workload and have it sitting at ninety percent idle. How can we have visibility to Jerry's point data, to the consumption, and partner with engineering teams to build a system that is elastic、mm-hmm. from the start,、Absolutely. so we can provision just what we need. This will help to just not reduce carbon, but also to reduce cost. So this tremendous business motivation. Thanks, Kevin. Okay, listeners, I think this is a good place to pause. We've covered some ground today with Kevin and Jerry and their insights on the vital role of data in SRE and sustainability, blending in the precision of AI. So let's reflect on these insights. We'll continue this dialogue in the next part of our series, where we'll pick up this conversation and go deeper into the actionable aspects of sustainability and AI. Thank you, Kevin and Jerry, for your expertise. Well, that's it for today. Please be sure to tune in to part two of this two-part series on AI and sustainable IT operations. This is DJ signing off. Catch ya again real soon.